0: You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and Dr. Ming Chun Li from UNCC um, to talk about a really cool topic that's brand new in, in our world. It's called augmented reality, and we're we're, uh, we're learning as we're talking here. But by now, most of you have, have heard or tried virtual reality, right? The experience where you can put on a mask or goggles and step into a whole different world. It's, uh, it's young cousin. Augmented reality allows you to basically create a different world around you without the funny goggles using just your phone or other digital devices with a camera. Our guest today on the Brand Butters podcast is a UNCC professor in urban design and a fellow with the Knight Foundation, helping put together some exclusive Pokemon Go games just for Open OpenStreet704, coming up on September 30th, and also some really, really cool augmented reality sites along the route. Welcome to our chat, Dr. Ming-Chung Lee.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely. Thank you
0: for, for coming out today. So, man, you're... You're working on so much, we, we barely know where to begin. Let's start with the Pokemon Go at OpenStreet 704. You're a liaison between Niantic, the software developer for Pokemon Go, and the OpenStreet 704 crew. The game made its first visit to OpenStreet 704 in May of 2017, and now it's coming back with more enhanced fun. What will we see this time, buddy?
2: Well, I think uh, the Niantic uh, has has worked with Night Foundation uh, to kind of do this type of uh, community events uh, a number of different times already in 2017. I think you know if you know uh, Pokemon Go, you know the idea is you know you just need to go out, right? You need to go into uh, streets and then kind of you know, use your phone to to really chase and catch the the kind of the virtual Pokemon figures. And th- that's kind of the simple idea. But then on the other side, right, Knight Foundation, you know, they kind of the big player uh, to promote community building efforts, right? So that's kind of one of their very key focus. And then they, both Niantic and Knight Foundation, they just kind of see each other and then fig- and then realize, hey, why not we just we just go together right? and come together and and you know using uh, Pokemon Go, you know, as a way to bring people out, and then the same time maybe you know do something good about communities. So I think that's kind of the the uh, initial idea. And again, like I said, they did uh, a, a number of projects already back in 2017. And Charlotte, just uh, very lucky to be one of uh, the project. I think other cities include uh, Philadelphia and I think uh, maybe uh, Akron. Akron in Ohio, also one of the kind of the early pilots. And then uh, again, because uh, in 2017 they all did this kind of uh, uh, by by some efforts from Knight Foundation and the uh, Niantic the company, and then this year they they kind of they came up with some idea. Why not we just kind of uh, select some kind of people from the local communities and then create this fellowship. So then they can they can somehow transfer this kind of effort from them from that foundation and the Niantic, and to kind of really the local people. So and then I'm just kind of very lucky to be one of the the fellows. Yeah, so I will be kind of the middleman to work with the local people. And at the same time, work with the Knight Foundation and the Niantic to really bring that idea, you know, using game as a way to bring people into streets, and then we together do something good. So, yeah, so I see this is really exciting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ex- absolutely. And, and so when Pokemon Go came out, it was so funny. I, I, um, I totally downloaded it, and I was playing it, and my wife was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to catch some Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Have you seen this app? this thing's amazing. I'm out, I'm going. And so she, she thought I was crazy. But anyways, I, it was probably the first widespread common use of augmented augmented reality um, that the public really went through. It was, it, there was a lot of people that probably had never even heard what it is. And then all of a sudden you're downloading an app and you're walking down the street and, and, a, and yeah, a character yeah. jumps yeah. in front of you and you're like, I'd go catch that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. tell me a little bit about what is augmented reality for, for someone that, that maybe just might start hearing about it now. Uh-huh, and then uh-huh. and tell us like what does it do? Like what what is okay, it?
2: Okay, okay. I think you know your introduction already touched a little bit, right? You mentioned a uh, virtual reality. I think we can start from virtual reality. I think that's probably you know most most people kind of more familiar with that, right? It's again you need you do need uh, some kind of a fancy headset, and then your view really completely block. From the real world, right? Because it, now you see all oh, this virtual world through the headsets, so that's kind of virtual reality. And and then uh, augmented reality, in a sense, it kind of uh, follows that development, right? Have some kind of virtual world, but but now you don't need to really put on fancy headset. Yeah, you still can, right? There are some other headsets uh, allow you to uh, you, use augmented reality. But you can also use a mobile phone, right? Because mobile phone has camera. The camera pick up, you know, what's uh, out there right? in the real world, okay? You see the real world through your camera on your mobile screen. But then, you, know, you, you still see the, the virtual objects, you know, created by your app. So you kind of merge the virtual object with the real world. So that creates a very interesting kind of mix, right? It's, it's very different from virtual reality. It's completely, you know, virtual, or just call it VR. Okay, VR really completely bring, in, bring you into a different world, right? It's, it's all made up, but AR, augmented reality, you know, you you can still have a sense of the real world, but now you have the virtual object to bring you, you know, have a different kind of uh, interaction. So that's kind of the AR really means. And the Pokemon Go is kind of one very easy example, right? So you can switch when right? they they have the AR function, right? You can switch or or activate the AR function. So again, you see the real world through the camera. You know, you see streets, you see parks, right? You see all this, you know, the, the familiar things around you. But then you, 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 the same time, you see the Pokemon figures, right? And that's the <laughs> virtual thing. And then you just kind of chase them and try to catch. So, and that really become uh, uh, kind of the next level of interaction.
1: Yeah, I don't think Scott understands because I don't think he
2: downloaded. Pokemon I've never Go. done. I've never done the Pokemon. Yeah. But you, yeah, you should. You should just just download that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> download it
2: right now. Let's see what we can catch. Uh, yeah, yeah, me and Scott Friday yeah, afternoon yeah. we run around
0: Charlotte. Like no, I'm picking up what he's dropping because you, you know you look at this map and and I'm really curious like how you tie that into I think I think you're going specifically into demographics and maybe how that'll help. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I can't even imagine all the things that would help from politics to business targets to just socioeconomics to all kinds of things could you could you tell us a little bit about specifically what what you have going on there what what you just demonstrated which is yeah super yeah cool. and
2: you know um you know uh the people in my school you know kind of call me you know as the the map guy okay or because i i teach uh uh, a software package called GIS, Geographic mm-hmm. Information System, really just uh, you know a, a bunch of software applications uh, allow you to create maps, right? So you can you know you can through mapping you can kind of see understand what's around you, right? And I've been doing that for quite some time, probably twelve years, mm-hmm. and 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 then around. Uh, last Christmas, I think, and I kind of just talked to my colleague and then I, I, I just, you know, came up with an idea. So why not we're just using uh, this kind of new platform, AR, right, augmented reality, as a way to visualize data, mm-hmm. right, And and... So and then, you know, I, I just say, well, yeah, go ahead, right? And, and <laughs> so, I, and then I work with my student, and, and we quickly kind of develop uh, a number of uh, mobile apps. we currently only run on Android mobile phone, so sorry for the iPhone users. But yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not iPhone hater, so. But But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of try to, try to make that available, you know, on the iPhone platform. Yeah, so it's it, and then uh and then we we also uh uh put together an exhibit uh back in March. It's uh you know, we you know it, it we create uh we make we we, we, we made some paper maps and, and one map is it's it's the entire floor of the space, right? It's it's about sixteen feet by eighteen feet. Oh wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of the, the largest map I ever, I ever made. And then, uh, so people can use the, the app, the AR app, and really just w- literally work on the map, around the map, and then they can see, you know, some demographic, simple demographic or socioeconomic data, like average income or housing, average housing or land value, and just simple kind of racial composition, like the percentage of, you know, white population or African American population. So the idea is really, yeah, using this AR as a way to visualize data, so people can really understand what's going on, you know, around their community in the in the shalom. I think that was kind of a, uh, uh, you know, I think a lot of people. Really got excited, including including the the local office, the, the uh, Knight Foundation local office. They they have a local uh, office, uh, and then the the Knight Foundation really kind of look at that and 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 really think about how we can bring this uh, to the next level, and then it just so happened uh, Niantic and Knight Foundation, you know, uh, you know, create this fellowship and i just very lucky to be selected. So, and we will, we will continue to develop maybe a few more apps, and using AR to, you know, once again visualize some data and, and, and help people understand, you know, what's going on in their local communities.
1: And I got a question, so with this, this software, if you go up to, uh, to New York and you tour um, the Freedom Tower, you can get an iPad, augmented reality, you yep. can literally go around and it'll show you you know, certain aspects of the city, what it looked like in the past, and then you could kind of place videos where do you see augmented reality coming into the classroom as far as teaching about history? I mean, is this going to be something where you could go to, you know, a battlefield or go to a historic site and then be able to pull your phone out and literally see what that looked like in the past or see maybe an actual battle on, you know, that field, if they were to have video from that aspect, like what are what is what is the the, the limit when it comes to creating this augmented reality from a historical standpoint uh-huh. and really bringing that to light?
2: Well, I, I think, you know, I'm really not thinking about limit I think uh, you know opportunity really now is really kind of uh unlimited uh, right and and you know uh I think I mentioned uh you can use mobile phone or you know ipad you know any tablet to to use AR and I also mentioned uh there there are uh headsets uh like a google Smart glasses. I think you know that is one clear example. You know, using AR, right? Some kind of a small projection, kind of the projector, project to the glasses. So you see again through the glasses, you see the real world, but you also see something. You know, kind of project on the glasses. So that's one example. And Microsoft uh, has uh, their own smart glasses called Hololens. It's really literally a computer on its own It's a computer built into the glasses and again you you see the real world through the glasses but at the, the same time you have all this crazy projection on the glasses and then you know you can google you can google microsoft hololens and you see all these kind of youtube clips You know, because Microsoft certainly want to sell more HoloLens, right? (laughs) How much is a HoloLens? (laughs) $3,000. Sorry. Yeah, I can't. I can't afford. All right.
1: We would love for someone to donate a Microsoft HoloLens to the Dunstan Group so we could try it out. Yeah, and
2: and you you see their kind of promotional marketing material, right, and, you know, have some kind of a few guys, right, or designers or architects all wear the their HoloLens and then kind of uh, talking about some kind of crazy project, all kind of using hand gesture, you know, and nothing really on the table. It's all just in glasses, and they just communicate through the hand gesture and then looking into this kind of virtual thing through the glasses.
0: They can actually see the right. development already yeah, there. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, and, and I I remember there uh, there's a commercial you know, talk and kind of pretending an engineer, right? An engineer wearing their HoloLens and then going into the field. And then they see, you know, the, the engineer just see where the new pipes should go through, right? It's, it, it's all just virtual style. It's not real thing, you know. That's they can see on cool. the ground. And they can kind of, and then that guy, right, obviously this is all kind of fiction, right? And that guy can kind of walk in the field and then point to the location and ask, you know, the, the worker to, hey, dig, dig, you know, the, mm-hmm. the pipe, right? Because the pipe should kind of go into that. So this is kind of just one example, right? It's it's, it's really mm-hmm. unlimited. And then for, for education, I can really easily see, right? So using that kind of augmented reality to, green material whatever material right so through the ar so people or student can really see kind of interact with the real world and then you know kind of the future you know condition kind of overlap all together through the, the glasses yeah
1: i mean that is amazing um and and kind of crazy at the but, same time like yeah, I bet 10 cool. years from now you
0: you know, you know, probably, probably get have, the glasses yeah, for a few yeah. hundred bucks you know well, kind of you know, like the plasma tv it's almost like it's technology's
1: just, not going anywhere right i mean you yeah. look at your phone i try to catch myself like i'll oh, put your phone down put your phone down yeah, well yeah. if it ain't going anywhere then just give me some glasses and let me just go on about my day and we'll, we'll be able to see all the augmented reality as well that's wild i can't wait for that yeah. now let's get back into charlotte because we have a really cool event Coming okay. up uh, called Open Street 704. If you guys aren't familiar with it, please check it out. Um, you guys have a lot of really cool things that you're going to do here uh, and hoping to have that online by September 30th. Now, tell us a little bit about the app that you have designed um, and we'll really focus on certain stops at the Open Street 704 and yep. kind of what will be in those streets intersection, uh, excuse me, what will be um, what those streets looked like and intersections looked like in the past. So yep. that's going to yep. be kind of like a Charlotte then and now thing. Yeah, which is yeah. Really yeah neat. So yeah, tell us a
2: little yeah. bit about that. Yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, so so we already kind of before before really this fellowship uh, came in, and and I already talked to uh, Charlotte Charlotte Mankenberg Library, and that's kind of really through uh, Knight Foundation, uh, and then I I just suggest why not you know because they they have this Carolina Room you know with you know with all this collection of uh, historical photos. I think they also have some recordings, right, audio materials. Now it's all just in their archive, and I think some material probably you can see on the It's a very simple website. You click image, and then you may be, you may be able to download some photos. But it's all just, uh, you know, not really organized. And that's why not, you know, we use AR right? again, right? So we can select, um, because this is the open street uh, event right and, and the the rule has been uh, uh finalized right then so we can just look at the 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 route right and then we can go into their collection and then we can find uh some old photos right along the the that route right some streets right and then w- i think w- we should be able to identify where where are those locations, you know, those old photos were taken. I think this should be pretty easy, right? Look at the perspective, look at the kind of vanishing point. And then we can just build the augmented reality app and just allow people to go to those locations. I mean, the real physical locations in in the street, right? And then they just kind of open the app and then... Once again, through the camera, obviously they see the, the the current condition, right? But then can also see the old photos. Hopefully, perfectly kind of overlap with the current condition, and they can just swipe. They can swipe, hey, that's the current condition, and then that's you know that exact location, but look like a hundred years ago. Right. So cool. And if we can find like a multiple photos, we can allow people to tap, say, hey, that's 1950. That's 1920. That's 19, you know, even like an 1890. Right. They can kind of see, yeah, that's a transformation of that particular, that exact location. That's kind of the idea. And yeah, we're going to build that. This is this is this is the thing on my on my list. How long does it take you to build something like that? Well, for for the app, I just show you. why right, that took us about three months, and for for this one now, we have we do have a deadline <laughs> September. <laughs> Haven't even got started
0: yet. Yeah, <laughs> we'll,
2: we'll we'll try. Uh, certainly, we'll try. We'll I'm try. I get to work
1: on it this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I probably
2: need to kind of end, <laughs> end my talk. And I gotta go, guys. To that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll, we'll see how many. How many location we can we can bail into the lab? But uh, yeah, that, that's uh, that, that's that's the thing. I I, I really will bail. So
1: well, there's a yeah. new commercial out, and I think it might be Microsoft, and I might be wrong, but it's um it's a professor talking about. You know how with or with augmented reality, you can now take ten thousand, a hundred thousand photos, and literally load them up immediately, and that can create that augmented augmented reality. Whereas before, you literally had to upload these single handedly, one by one, and so now mm-hmm. it's kind of opening up the opportunity to kind of, I guess, speedline that or, or make it quicker. Is that yeah. true? Is that what you're seeing as well? Like it's not going to take you as long in the future to kind of pull all that data and put it together and to be able to create that. Is that is that correct?
2: Yeah, I think that's certainly uh doable, right? So, you know, you you just you know uh kind of the you know, during the, the development process, you know, the the app development, right? You you have all this data we call we call bake. Okay. You bake, you know, all your data into your your app. Okay. Um and then, you know, you can you can use app to organize you know all this information right just allow people to swipe touch tap your screen right so and that that that, that's that will become more intuitive right instead of using mouse to click click Mm click but now you have this kind of more hand handheld device it's more become easy and intuitive Yeah.
1: So tell us, you guys, you kind of being the in the fellowship and getting the opportunity to kind of be the middleman in between mm-hmm. that and the community and, and and corporations. If there's a company that's that's right now going, we we need to implement this. Maybe it's a custom builder. Maybe it's they're in construction. Um, what's that process look like? Do they need to get in contact with you? Do they need to get in contact with these organizations? How can a company learn more and and try to implement this into their business plan or into their marketing?
2: Well, I I think I'm I'm really kind of. See myself really kind of just touch the surface of all this augmented uh, reality development. I think you know everything I, I I have done and then plan to do really is really just kind of experimental okay. stuff, right? And it's really still pretty you know amateur, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think. But there are okay, they are real professional game developer, uh, and and and. I think for them you know I think they probably just w- wait for the market to really emerge right I don't I don't see in terms of uh, technology I think it's all it's already, it's all there it's, it's all ready to go right it's just uh, you know wait for for people to say hey yeah I have the money right and I have some ideas you know let's go let's do that right but for me, because I'm kind of, you know, doing some kind of academic, you know, research, right, so we kind of just want to broaden, right, people's view, right, look at this technology and then think about this kind of possibility. So I'm kind of doing my little thing and hope hopefully, you know, my students get it and then kind of bring their idea to, you know, whatever future, you know, they want to go. And then you know work for work with uh, the the com- community. I mean work work with the com- computer folks, and then really make things happen, right? So, but I, I, again, I think the technology is already there, right? It's just waiting for people to really invest. Yeah,
1: that's incredible. So, yeah, I think we've learned a lot. Um, but I also want to ask you: Is there anything new, different um, things that you're working on now that you'd like to share with us?
2: Yeah. Again, the 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 history kind of the 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 app, working with the library to show old photos, and that's one. And uh, another one will be uh, working with uh, the, the La Vie Museum of the New South, okay? And, and that will be also part of the, the fellowship. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they are they're in the process to create another exhibit, uh, you know, because Charlotte, I think Charlotte will be 250 years old next year, so they so. call they call CLT 250. So, and they they the idea is they want to collect people's story. Okay, so they will kind of go around the, the city and try to collect as many stories as possible. Some may be in uh, video images, and then uh, they will have some kind of physical display at uh, at their museum but at the same time because they they learned about my ar project so yeah we will together kind of work with uh, you know create some cool ar app allow people to go into the museum and then interact with the physical display so it's they'll, they'll see some virtual stuff more content so that's another project and and we'll coming will be coming pretty soon in the next six months that's yeah, fantastic. That's super cool. cool.
1: Yeah, Dr. Ming, uh, it's been awesome to learn about this. And thank you so much for showing our demo. We, uh, we will put some of the the videos that we have uh, on this augmented reality onto our Instagram. So definitely check that out. But before we let you go, um, if someone wants to learn more, if they want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do that?
2: Well, can you know, go to uncc.edu website, just, you know, Google my name. I'm just, you know, keyword my name, Ming chun Lee. And you will see my homepage and, uh, you know, there's, you can, you can get my email address and uh, uh, phone numbers. Yeah. I'll I'll certainly, you know, be happy to talk to whoever interested in the AR.
1: Excellent. And when we post this, we will put that link on there so you guys can go directly to his homepage uh, to learn some more information. Uh, But Dr. Ming Chun-Li, thank you so much for coming on our Brand Motors podcast. I definitely learned a lot today and, And it kind of makes me excited about the future because at the same time, we're going to get to learn about our history. So that's really cool. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you so much.
0: You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstongroup.com.